Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. It is your boy Bryce. I'm joined by my dog, my brother. Tariq. Tariq, it's a new week. I'm gonna ask you, how you doing? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Uh <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought I had a day off today, then I realized I had to do CPR mm. recertification. So mm. all I had to work. I went in for three hours, came back home. So I was really off today. I didn't really have to work today, but that's what it is. Can't complain. Ready for Thursday. Um, other than that, we chilling. We got a dub this Saturday or this past Saturday. There we go. Um, down to the wire again. We won by like five, something like that. It's a, it's a few teams. Uh, we gave them our second best player. We kept our best player, mm. but I had to, I had to, I had to lock him in. I was like, you know what, man? I said, you go here. So I had two guys, two players on the wings, mm-hmm. on the three point lines. I had two people on the free throw line or the black square. Yeah, y'all know where the black square is. That's right outside the block. So then I was like, all right. So I told the girl, I was like, come set the screen because she sets really good screens. I said, come set the screen. And I told our point guard, I said, you either going to come off the screen and they're going to they gonna double you, they're going to back up and you're going to get a layup, or they're not going to be able to get off your screen and you're going to get a layup. I said, either you're going to be open or she's going to be open. They scored four straight possessions in the fourth quarter. Coaching, well, you, talk, you talk about hype. I ran on the court mm-hmm. every time. Every time they scored off it, I ran on the court. She scored twice, and I think he scored twice. Mm. And then and then he scored again off like a back screen. I said, oh my God, we said back screens. <laughs> that man coach T. Come on now. That man I'm coach like, running running the wall. Come on now. And then the other coach was like, man, whatever you told him, that shit worked. I said, I know. Talk about man, this 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 basketball shit. I was I was looking at the kids on the bench. I'm like, this is a simple game. I promise you, basketball is a simple game. One plus one equals two. I'm telling you, yeah, it's not geometry, it's not algebra, it's not ain't, no ain't no triangles, none of that shit, man. No you angles, just, no pie. About getting the easiest way to put that ball in the basket. Yeah, you can get somebody off you and get you some space to get either you or somebody else a bucket. That's what we are gonna do. We scored like twelve points in the in the fourth quarter just off of screens and pick and roll. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like. They 12, 13. They don't know how to guard that. They don't mm-hmm. know what a pick and roll is. I had to teach y'all what it was. So if I'm teaching y'all what it is, they don't know what it is. So they just going to be like, she like, y'all don't know how to guard the pick and roll? Wait, no, who you ain't. Teach y'all? Who, who is y'all? The coaches? No, I'm talking about the kids. I'm, I'm about to say. I don't no. know. See, this is oh, why no. I got This one I need to pay attention. All right. <laughs> As I pick up my phone. I said he to pay attention. Well, this this next week is our last game of the season, so we're gonna end it on a dub. Um, but yeah, man, that's about it for me. How about you? Can't complain, man. Maintaining, man. You know me, man. You know, um, living good, working good, trying to get back to living right. Um, you know, hit the gym today, pushing that weight. Must be nice. Oh, yeah, right. Doggone 
some spring, summer is around the corner. It was a little warm today. Now I was thinking about that. Hit the sixties, and I was just like, hit the sixties. Start it, it. It didn't get dark to like six thirty either. I'm like, oh. I don't know what it was. It was nice out here today. Too. Time of the year is coming back, baby. So, trying to make sure I'm, um, you know, beach ready, outside ready, spring ready, summer ready, whatever. Gotta start now in the winter time. You know what? 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 DJ Khaled say? Work on winter shine on summer. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm on. I'm I'm a little I'm a little late into it. To take it to the head. I mean we've been working. We just continue to work. Working harder, working smarter. Um yeah, ankle feeling better. Back to make content, you know. Had a retired pair of shoes today. Had to retire them the Lamellos. Going back to the old school kicks, going back to the classics, it's like, you know, find a shoe that I like. So this is my sneaker free agency period. But um, but yeah, man, can't complain really, dog. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'll wait till we talk in our NBA episode about NBA news. But um, yeah, that's cool weekend. All Star weekend was all right. Um, it's peaceful, it's a peaceful weekend. All me. right. All right, it's, it's generous. Yeah. It was one good thing about All-State Saturday night. Yeah. And even that, that it's negativity. So, <laughs> that knock-kneed motherfucker. That motherfucker that one run and rub his knees together like a damn donkey from Shrek. Somebody <laughs> could be on Antarctica. And a ice blizzard and still shoot the ball. Stop that shit, nigga. Stop it. You was I ain't gonna be too Bro, she had the same amount of points as the, the, the finalist scored to get to the finals. Same court, same, same, same shots. She scored 26. And then you had a four-way tie for 26 to get to the finals. And, and that- they tried to push it like Oh, she getting tired. She wasn't even halfway through the shit yet. She went nine of ten. She missed two and like, oh, she getting tired. I was saying, bro, she started off on five. I'm like, oh yeah, Steph. I was like, no way, she about to do this shit again. Steph got some. She got, hey, 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 hey. So I think somebody, cool, I think lucky. Steph knew how much he had to make. I think that's just a testament of how much of a master shooter Steph is. Yeah, because that that corner he got twenty nine. And that it's like, last, you got just he had, enough to beat her. That last corner, he had 21, and he hit everyone. Yeah, I, I was, was like, oh! Okay. Like, he got there, I was like, yeah, he's locking them, bro. Like, you know. Once he got to the wing, like the right wing, I said, yeah, it's a wrap. Because I think he had like 17 or 18, and I was like, damn. I mean, you just can't doubt stuff. That's the greatest shooter ever. But, I mean, it was fun pulling for Sabrina, you know? Like, she, she made it. Had, if she'd have hit like two more than Dan. And they should have done the best of three, bro. How you doing? I know. Wait, they did one. One bowl round. Wait. You got to do a first round. You do a first round, the final round. So why you do a first round? Why you do a best of three? I'm about to say, bro, you do a first round. And then, like, they had them shoot. Listen, what I hope would have happened is that they would have tied. And then they would have had to shoot out. That's exactly what I was hoping happened. Because I tweeted it right before Steph, like, finished off his round. I said, watch they tie. 
I was hoping they did. I was like, I was hoping. I was like, ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> they did. Do you think that he was just trying to like take the shine back? I seen some people saying that he was trying to like, like she got thirty seven. Everybody was talking about that, so he was trying to get like. I mean, I feel like he just had to, you know, I don't say stand on business there, but it's just like you know, you had to show that he's still him. Did he though? Not necessarily, but I mean, he's competitive. I don't know. I see. I see both sides. I know like, he's I, like, Yo, I'm not about to let Sabrina win. Like, I'm about to make this competitive. No, 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 no. no. That's not what I mean. I don't mean he should have let her win. I'm just saying, yeah. like, he saw what she did. Now, granted, like, obviously, you know, you're a competitor. And you want to see, like, you want to test yourself against the best. Yeah. And then they, they wanted to take the the shot. Like, so, like, now when people talk about her getting a 37, they'll also talk about well, Steph beat her in the three point shootout. So I feel like all the only misogynistic individuals would do that, you know. I feel like everybody that knows ball, I don't know. The TL was really split. It's like everybody that knows ball, um, and is respectable about women's basketball had good things to say. Like it, it never be the ones that actually know ball or actually, you know, are good at basketball. So <laughs> that would talk trash. I don't know. So you mean some of the ones that know ball, the ones that are talking down on Sabrina? Because if they're talking down on Sabrina, they don't know ball. Did you hear Kenny Smith? It's Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. I understand the NBA sponsored by Hennessy. Kenny Smith probably got off a couple shots of Hennessy that night. That man was letting it fly. That man was letting it fly. Between that and his commentary in the damn dunk contest, talk about Hummy Hot Guys. The, uh, he said, what's up with all this Mexican stuff? Yeah. He's like, yo, come on. Man. I'm like, yo, he wilding right now. Oh, man. Right. Oh, man. He said, oh, that's uh so-and-so's jersey. And then it's like, nah, bro, that's Terrence Clark jersey. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, beautiful tribute, but that was not a good dunk. Like, damn, nigga. Let it live for a little bit. Jeez. We'll talk yeah. about Jalen Brown too. Cause I mean, like, I, I kind of, I don't say I felt the same, but just like the intentions were there. So I, I, I give the attention, the the intentions credit. You know, I give we the effort credit, a plus for credit. But the execution we, was poor. We argued about this, and I told you he was not a creative. Poor. But I don't know. But I don't, like the creativity. No, was no, like, no, 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 no. All that stuff you said last week about the judges. Yeah, and the judge gave Jacob Thompson no, 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 no. 48 or something. No, 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 no. About Dwayne Wade as a judge. Yeah. What about, what about these dudes this last one? Huh? Who was the one that gave Jacob Thompson like a low score? I forgot who it was. How good were they? How good of judges were they? Jacob Thompson should have got a 50. <clears throat> Jacob Thompson should have got a 50 for a second note for sure. Because that was, that was tough. Jacob Thompson got a 50 for a second note. Uh, they, they basically gave Jalen Brown a freebie to get to the damn finals. Um, oh, I wonder why. It should have been Jacob Toppin versus Matt McClung. Was there some bias in there? Um, Maybe NBA bias. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm being for real. Like, yeah, the judges suck. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. So much so that they were booing the judges' scores. As they should have. Yeah. 
Because some of the dunks didn't deserve the scores that they did, or some of the dunks deserved <laughs> higher scores than they did. Oh, interesting. I listen. I I listen. This was on the judges. Oh, I'm saying oh. where it started from, sir. I'm saying where it started from. <laughs> My whole thing was where it started from. It started. It started from that point, and then it went on, and everybody started talking about the judges. They weren't really saying D Wade as the pinpoint, but I'm saying the talk about the judge. Nobody talked bad about the judges in the dunk contest till that year. That's cap. That's not cap. They put. They've always put old dudes in there, man. Yes, they put the the like they put Doctor J and Clyde Drexler, and, and then they and then they also put people like that one dunk contest. They put them they, there. Ain't no thing they, true about dunking a basketball. They also put people that can't dunk. Yeah, occasional celebrity from time to time. Yeah, Gary can't dunk. Gary Payton was, 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 was not giving out bad scores though. giving out bad scores though. I didn't say he was. I'm just saying they give the. Who's they the, put who, who was the guy? Who was the guy? It was the other guy that that gave out scores. It was I know. I it was an old dude. I don't know his name. And they started with a D. I already forgot it. I just know it was Gary Payton. It was um, Fred Jones. Fred Jones used to play with Indiana and won the dunk contest against Jason Richardson. So I I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Payton. You said him already. Oh, I said Gary Payton. Dominique Wilkins. There you go. Them weekend dunks. It's two more. I I I get. I liked how he brought out the Dominique actor. And gave him the ball. I I, I saw where Jalen was going. I saw the creativity, but it was poorly executed. The D Brown tribute, like that man, don't don't do that ever again. No, no, no. We got we got to say this for Thursday. We got to say this for Thursday. Cause all right, man. All right, man. All right, man. I really want to. I really, I really, we really have a lot to say. This man, Dad. That man did the Luke Cage. All right, all right. We got to say this for Thursday. (laughs) All right, man. Anyways, man, we had we, we, had, weekend, we had some we had some future WBA All Stars in action this weekend. Um, I said future WBA All Stars. I see what you was doing. I was confused. Now don't don't step on the don't step on the transition, man. Come on, now you know I've been working with. You know I've been working. You know you know I'm a wordsmith, man. You know I'm hey. You know I'm nice with the pen. And now you write things down. A wordsmith is crazy. Hall of Fame hold did it all without a pen. Because if I tell you to remember or pronounce somebody's name right, you can't. So exactly. So how are you a wordsmith? Write down. I'm a wordsmith though. I'm smooth with. It. I'm poetic. Anyways, um, USC versus Oregon State. Hmm. Uh, you know, big, big game, Pac-12 game. Uh, USC took care of business though, on the road, fifty-eight to fifty. Um, what what stood out to you? You know, you sitting there just like I was waiting to see if he was gonna tell the people. Tell the people what about your fumble? About my fumble? Yeah. What about I fumble? This game. Oh, about the damn preview? See, I was just trying to skip past that, you know? Like, this is why I was trying to bring it up. Like, like I was just like, I was trying to act like nothing happened. 
it might be some Oregon State fans watching this, and they might have thought that, you know, they was going to get one. And then they was like, hey, they only did one this week. You know, Oregon State was going to make the was gonna make the show. This is going to be their first appearance on the show. And now they like, damn, they said, fuck us. I don't like. <laughs> I've had a long, long week. This has been a long February. It's February 20th. Happy birthday, my brother. It's February 20th. Not you complaining that we have having a long Black History Month. It's, it's, it's a long, it's been a long month. It's supposed to be. Now, when y'all, y'all be mad when it's short. Now it's long and y'all mad too. Make up your mind. January flew by. January flew by. February is dragging. We we talked about January being slow. No, January flew by because they got thirty-one days. January flew by. Maybe because I took the whole first week of January to celebrate my birthday. So, how old are you? Twenty-five. You took a whole week off to celebrate. I didn't take a whole week off by me. You just said that. I took four days off. That's a long. That's that's a that's a long time. Four days. Four days is damn near the whole week. What you mean? I think I decided to take four days off to celebrate my twenty fifth birthday, which is a milestone birthday. If you if you don't know, why? It's twenty five. Okay, so it's twenty six and twenty seven and twenty eight, oh, twenty nine. You got eighteen. That's a mile. You got sixteen milestone. Eighteen milestone. Twenty-one milestone. Twenty-five milestone. Thirty milestone, and then it just goes on thirty, forty, fifty, sixty. You know, ugh. Those are the milestone birthdays. It's one. I feel like milestone birthdays is one five ten thirteen sixteen eighteen twenty one twenty five thirty, and then you got forty, fifty, sixty, seventy. 80, of course, 100. And so on. Mm-hmm. Anything after 100 is definitely a milestone. Maybe 65, because that's when you get what? Social Security, I believe. <laughs> USC, Oregon State. USC, Oregon State, man. This is where we clip it right here. USC, Oregon State. Big um, <laughs> Pac 12 matchup. We talked about this leading up to the matchup. Um, there's some lost footage, but um, but yeah, it was a good big game for both teams. Um, interesting game for both teams. Um, to Juju Watkins, boy, man, she dropped thirty, but she hey, this is a different kind of thirty. The Bryce strip kind of thirty. Exactly. Thirty shots. <laughs> I'm basketball, baby. 32 shots to get 30. Juju Watkins is my favorite player in college basketball now. <laughs> that cements it right there. She was already just phenomenal, but uh, six for 32. Not good. 32 shots to get 18. That's not good. They got the dub, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it was because of her. Ray and Marshall was the reason they won that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ray and Marshall had 11.17 rebounds. Big game for her. Yeah, that boy had notes. He ready. Come on, man. No, I'm saying don't yell like you had him every week. 
Yeah, I kind of slipped up a couple weeks. So I ain't gonna lie. Not as detailed as this week's notes, but hey, we're here. But oh, yeah, Nalo, um, USC started off hot, you know, not honestly hot, but they got off to a good start. They got off to a big lead, and then towards the end of half, and then the first half is when Oregon State started to, you know, close the lead a little bit. Third quarter, when they really start to close the lead, and fourth quarter, really pretty close to the end. Um, you had Tamia Gardner had. 22 points, nine rebounds. We're high. Yeah, Oregon State just really did a good job defensively uh, throughout this game. Both teams. Yeah. I mean, it scores in the 50s. It's a defensive masterclass. Yeah. But I wrote down on my notes. I just think mm, that's just the defense, man. Yeah. Um, and I found it interesting. They said during the game that Oregon State's head coach, uh, Scott Ruick, Ruick, mm-hmm. uh, he said, and I mentioned last week when we were talking about Oregon State's defense that they don't uh, force a lot of turnovers. Like they're very low in steals and they're very low in, in blocks, but they're top five in defensive field goal percentage, defensive three-point field goal percentage. Um, he said that their defensive strategy is keep everything in front of you. Don't go for turnovers because the best teams in the season don't turn the ball over. If you gamble, then you're in trouble. Not like you're in trouble with him, but you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. That's good advice right there. I'm not even going to catch to you. That's coaching. Because you see a lot of teams are like, oh, we're high turnovers. We want to force turnovers and create havoc. These, yeah. This team is just like, no, we're going to make you take really tough shots the entire game. And we're going to find ways to create outside of that. Yeah, because sure, it's fun getting buckets off transition and turn. I mean, buckets in transition off turnovers. And you know that you control the game, you control the pace that way. But um, no, that's just smart right there. You know, like you don't want to get killed on being, you know, as my, as my JV coach said, overzealous. That's the only reason why I know that damn word. <laughs> but you know, just gambling on everything and trying hard to like get cost turnovers or whatever, getting in foul trouble because that's the quickest way of getting foul trouble is reaching in. Um, that's a that's a good game plan right there, bro. I like that. I like that a lot. I do too. Um, and I was wondering like what their thing was for their numbers to be so good, but their steals and blocks to be so low. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that don't show up in the stats, she like alter shots and absolutely contested. Yeah. Contest, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think both teams kind of really struggle to get a rhythm. Um, I think USD, them getting out on the run that they got on to start the game was huge, yeah, um, because it took Oregon State so long to, to really uh find their footing and to get. Um, back into the game, and they were never able to really cut it super close. Like, they were in the game the whole game, but they were never able to, like, really get on a run and really get the crowd, like, way involved. Um, and I think some of that can be attributed to not having Reagan beers. Yeah. Some of that can be attributed to um, they just had a huge win 
over UCLA that Friday that we'll talk about, which I think might have been the game of the year. Um, but, like, you're coming off that high of a win and you're playing a team like USC that doesn't make anything easy. So, you know, you come out a little – a little uh, – what's the word? A little less focused than you normally would, and then you get out to a slow start, and then that, that slow start just – kind of six with you throughout the game. Uh, they weren't hitting the threes like they typically do. Mm-hmm. So they kind of struggled to get it going. They didn't really have anybody in the post that they could go to, especially in the first half. So me at Gardner um, stepped up big time in the second half um, with 22 points. But mm-hmm. other than that, they weren't able to really get anyone uh, comfortable scoring and you can say the same for USC that McKenzie Forbes was able to get some very timely buckets um Caleb Padilla got some timely shots and even though Juju was 6 of 32 they were still very needed points uh to even like even when she was getting to the free throw line just slowing down the game and just slowing down everything and making sure that the other team had to play in half court um it's big so um I think yeah this game was just uh both teams and coaches just showing the way that they can uh, lock down other top teams in the country. And both these teams are going to be hard to beat in March. So, yep. good luck. <laughs> good luck. Because if these teams are shooting the three ball well, especially Oregon State, if they're shooting the three ball well and forcing you to shoot sub 40%, yeah, you might as well go ahead and Pack your bags, because um, I don't think you're going to win that game, especially they get Reagan Beers back uh, somewhat soon. They said she's day-to-day with the face injury, so mm. hopefully it's not too long um, of an absence. And she can come back because they got some big games. I mean, they were able to get past that, that big stretch, but they still got a lot to take care of over the next month or so. So we'll see how that goes. But I, I think that game against UCLA was – that game was insane. I mean, absolutely. Pac-12 Fridays, Jeez. nothing else like it. Like, like it, ACC Sundays, cool. Like, they have yeah. some good games. SEC games on the – on uh, uh what is it? Sunday. Sundays and – Is it Tuesdays? Is it Tuesday? Yeah, Thursday. No, it gotta be Thursday because that's Thursday was SC, uh was um South Carolina and um uh shoe game. That was on yeah. Thursday. And I think Big Twelve is like Wednesday and Saturday or something like that. Um but man, Pac Twelve Fridays it and it's like because they're so late that you gotta stay up and you're like, man, these are hard to stay up for, but then you, the game starts and you're like, right. oh I'm, yeah. I'm locked in. So it's like, hey, if you can get to 10 o'clock, you good. But you got to yeah. get first. It's a Friday. We should go to sleep early on a Friday for anyway. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some people be tired, man. What you mean? Not for that, but I'm always the type to stay up on a, on a Friday. Work with kids all week. Tell me how you feel Friday night. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I'd be tired, all right? But I but I powered through. I powered through. 
so I could watch this game, and I'm glad I did. Because not only did this game end in a, in a buzzer beater, so did Utah-Colorado right before this game. I mean, Best conference in the nation. I'm ready to say it. Best conference in the nation. Dish Young hit a buzzer beater um, against Colorado, even though Utah was trying to get that game away. I mean, golly. I mean, you can't oh, do yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. You can't do much more than they was trying to do. Like, they turned the ball over three times in a minute, in the last minute, 30 seconds. Yeah. And really, it was less than that. It was like in like a 37, 38 second span. And it wasn't even like, oh, we just, you know, we just, you know, we throw the ball back. Like, no, they was just getting ripped. They was getting across half court, still lay up. I'm like, Insane. Ah. then they fouling. Um, so they they give up, they give up a steal. Free Foreman gets a layup, they go up. Then Vieta makes two free throws, they go back up, then Bonley makes a layup, and then Deja Young comes down and gets a shot at the buzzer. That was a crazy ending. But UCLA and Oregon State, I mean, just back and forth the whole game. Um, I thought they might struggle once Reagan Beers went out in the second quarter. They stayed afloat. They did more than stay afloat. They stayed in it. Um, to me, Gardner stepped up. Um, to Leavon Olhoffen uh, was huge. Um, and then the last three minutes, the last 10 seconds, Four different shots that could have won the game. Dugalis made a three to go up one. Uh, Talia made a layup. Then Betts answered with a jumper, which her shooting a midi, like it was almost a three-point shot. Like it wasn't just like, you know, free throw line. Like she was a couple steps behind the free throw line. That jump was funny. And I was like, oh, she got that shot in her arsenal? I was like, please, 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 for the rest of the country, do not. Do not allow Lauren Best to be able to step out and shoot that three because she can step out and shoot that three. Oh my goodness. It's a wrap. Um, and then obviously Talia Vaughn all often ended it with a three at the buzzer. Um, some very cold edits from Oregon State's um content team. Um Talia's uh her her celebration was hilarious because at first she was just like yeah, I'm real calm. I'm gonna just put up the three, and I'm gonna just walk off like like this was nothing. And then she realized what happened. And she just got super hyped. Um, and then she was very emotional in the post game, um, talking about how like her comeback and things like that. Like she had got injured, um, and she wasn't sure if she wanted to play basketball again. She almost she thought about walking away a couple of times. She you know stayed with it. She talked about how her teammates and her coaches. Stayed by her side, um, and that led to her, you know, deciding to keep playing. And then, you know, when you keep playing, you get moments like that. Um, I really gotta stop being on a TL whenever we're recording. What, what was I talking about? You got me feeling like a teacher in class. I know. What was I just saying? This is bad. And he just said three minutes ago that he got to lock in. He got to pay attention, and I'm I'm talking about somebody's story, and he over here on the TL working giggling. But anyways, like like I was saying, Talia was talking about her 
her perseverance and how she had to fight back from injuries and things like that. Um, and how her teammates and her coaches stuck by her side so that when moments like this happen, it means that much more. Um, and this is what college sports is all about, honestly. It's mm -hmm. like seeing these players go through, um, you know, adversity. I mean, she's played four seasons um, technically, even though she's listed as a junior. Um, you know, she's played, you know, in big games before she's played. She's been uh, one of the best players on the team before, um, if not the best player on the team. And then, you know, you go through injuries and you you doubt yourself and you think back to, um, you know, where you were and can you get back to that? Um, and then you see, you know, the fruits of your labor. You see your team you know, going an eight-game run and you're winning a lot of games in your conference and you're 21 and four and just, you know, she talk, She also talked about how, um, you know, how um, the crowd was packed to the rafters and she was talking about how she had been waiting so long or like that's the reason she had came there and, you know, it took longer than she expected, but, um you know, it made it all worth it. And I think stuff like that is like the things that make college basketball what it is, college sports what it is. It's just seeing, um, you know, young teenagers have to go through all these things. Um, and, you know, we watch and sometimes we forget that these these are these are teenagers. These sometimes 18, 19, 20-year-olds, sometimes 21, 22-year-olds. And at that age, everyone – even 23, 24 people are still trying to figure out who they are and what they want to do and um, in such a stressful, um, I don't want to say job, but like the responsibility they have as, as college athletes and student athletes is, is enormous. And I think unless you're in it, you don't really understand it. And um, for her to fight back and, you know, uh, persevere the way she has been super, 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 super impressive to watch. Um, and I can't wait to see what they continue to do the rest of the season um, and what they do um, in March, because I think they're a team that um, has all the capabilities of really making some teams, uh, you know, I think they get upset a couple of teams, depending on what their seeding ends up being. Um, they play Washington State and Washington the next couple of games. So, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, with with um, Charlize Ledger Walker getting hurt, um, I think that kind of definitely threw a wrench in um, in Washington State's uh, season. Um, and then, you know, Washington is not a bad team, but they haven't had the best uh, last couple of weeks. So, um, they should win three of their – their last four, they play Stanford um, in that stretch. So that'll be a big game for them, see how that goes. Um, and then they'll go into conference tournament play, which co that conference tournament is going to be freaking madness. And I can't wait, I can't wait to watch it. But shout out to Oregon State, shout out to UCLA. That was a fantastic game. Uh, might be, may have very well been the game of the year for me. Honestly, it might have been the game of the year because it had everything. It had everything. Um, 
But yeah, and then Juju had a 30 ball against Oregon that same night. Just Pac 12 Fridays, man. Just yeah. They do what they do. Um, let's see. Um, I know we talked about Paige returning, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um Paige announced this past weekend that she's returning. I know we did a merge to pause this past weekend. Thursday over there. I um yeah, that opens a lot of things up. It's just huge for UConn and just her herself. You know, she she ain't done. She ain't finished. I mean, she's only played three seasons. She's technically a, a junior. So, yeah. Aubrey Griffin is coming back as well. Nice. Um, Nika Mule and Leah Edwards have not um, said which one they're doing yet. So, hey. They could be awesome, but could be a good chance they run it all. They run it back, but um, yeah. But we've seen, um, you know, some we've seen players, you know, not go in when they've had the chance, and that kind of throw them off. Like Aaliyah Edwards, probably be a top five pick if she goes in. Yeah, not saying it won't be next year, but I don't know if you necessarily want to. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, I just feel like you can you just gotta go ahead and take that chance, bro. Like I think of Celeste Taylor. She was projected to be a first round pick last year, coming off of a great tournament performance where she almost had a had a damn quad dub. Um she, I still, I'm not saying she had a bad year this year and saying that she won't get drafted this year, but I'm just saying it was you know, she projected first round. You project the first round, bro. Go ahead. The piece. Well, she might be she might be uh first round pick again this year, especially with with Paige. Um yeah. not going in. That opens up another spot in the first round and that opens up a guard spot. Yeah. Um the thing were, I, I thought Paige would have been taken third. Yeah. It was like Caitlin Page and then JC Sheldon, like the three of the guards. Or three of the guards in the t- in the first round. Um, so if you take out, you know, you take out a guard, and this guy did trade, not this guy, yeah, this guy did trade um, for the eighth pick today. Yeah, um, rebuild mode. So um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I think Celeste could still end up being a first round pick, um, especially. Yeah. Because there's still some players that can that can stay back. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Sticking on the topic of U- UConn, uh, shout out to Gina Ariema, who just passed Coach K, Mike Trzeski, and all-time Division One basketball wins with their latest win over – I threw my phone across the room. Um, Was it today? Yeah. Um, we played Creighton. Over Creighton, he now has what one thousand two hundred and three wins. I think I saw in the ESPN ticker. Yep. Yeah, I see it now. They beat Creighton seventy three fifty three on a seventeen zero run. I was gonna say, which is crazy because we were when I was in when I got into when I went into CPR. I looked at the score when I was watching when I got when I left when I got to my job and looked 
It was 30, 30, 32 to 32 at halftime. Mm-hmm. By the time I got out and checked the score, I mean, the game was way over by then. It was a three-hour thing. But by yeah. the time I got out, we won by 20. I'm like, we all scored them that bad in the second half? That's crazy. 17 all run in the game. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, now has 1,203. Um, I mean, we all knew that was going to come. In because I remember we looked at the, the yeah. win totals whenever Tar Vanderveer got the, uh, whatchamacallit, got the record a couple weeks back and saw that Gina wasn't too far behind her. So, yeah. Yeah. Like six head, she's six wins ahead of him. I think she's got, she's got nine to his three. Mm. So he would need like them to go on a crazy losing streak, and them to go on a winning streak for them for him to pass her. So they they gonna be they just gonna be looking at lose first round of the Pac twelve tournament, and then them winning their Big East tournament, and then. Well, they would only have to play like two games. Stanford and the NCAA tournament. They get with like a double bye, so they really only win like two games in the Big East tournament. Um, yeah, it would have to be something wild for them to pass them this year. So, I don't see that. They just got to they just got to watch each other and be like, who's gonna retire first? Yeah, no, I saw a tweet today. It was a Jewel Lloyd, Asia Wilson stare down. Yeah. And it was like Gino and Tara looking at each other, seeing who retired first. Actually, that was that was the funniest moment from All Star Weekend. From All Star? Yes. Probably Bailey. Bailey. Bailey made a video with that uh with that that Money Long song. Twin. Her name is Money Long. Where have you been? Or Mooney Long. I don't know. It's M-U-N-I-L-O-N-G. I thought it was money, but money, money kind of fire actually. I say money, money long. Cause her I don't know, I rappers say like, "Yo, my money long, like whatever." Yeah, but her name—that don't mean that's her name. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I ever heard anybody say Mooney long. I never heard nobody say money long either. Anyway. Actually, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say her name. I think they just say the song. Well, I listen to podcasts and stuff, and so they, like, because this isn't, this isn't, like, her first viral song, you know? Yeah, what, Hours and Hours or something like that? In a time machine joint. Hee-hee. <laughs> I had a time machine. Oh, I had a time machine. You don't be on TikTok. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about the... But the Hours and Hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You get your flowers. <laughs> Anyways, man, South Carolina, Georgia was pretty pretty tough in the first half. They got us in the first half, not gonna lie. <laughs> they had you in the first half. Oh <laughs> uh, I I I didn't even get I didn't even catch the game live. I was out, you know, at the church. Uh, lunch, whatever. I look at TL. Everybody's like, yo, Georgia ain't playing around. I'm looking like, oh, I tune in a little bit. I'm like, oh. I see first half, Georgia up. But never no doubt. Never no doubt, man. South Carolina do what they do. They go on that run, and you can't come back from it. Camilla first game back, 16-16. and 16. 
17 to 2 run in the fourth quarter. They was like, Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Crazy. They, like, it was, they said it was college game day. You know, we didn't want it to be a blowout. They brought all these people out here. They brought all these, you know, all these people in to watch. So let's, let's Georgia ain't too far, so you know them Georgia people travel. Let's give them a little game before we just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. But um, South Carolina got a squad, bro. Um, Like I mentioned just now, Camila Cardozo, 16-16, first game back from um being with Team Brazil. Second game back. Huh? There's a second game back. Oh, second game back. My, yeah, my. they played Tennessee on Thursday. That is a fact. That is a fact. I remember I watched that game too. I don't know why I said that, but because Rakia was tied. Yeah, that See, picture like, Rakia on the ground was so tough. Yeah, had like somebody help me. Like I need some help. <laughs> That's yeah. what her face. Said. Yo, <laughs> help, please. Nah, uh, Tina Papa. One on ones. Okay, sir. Every time she shoot, pow, pow, pow. That's what I be here. That's what I be here doing. Every time she shoot a three and that shit going, pow. When I tweet, pow. That's what I'm. That's that's the way I'm tweeting it. Don't say it like, oh, pow, pow. No, like, mmm, mmm. Just so y'all know, cause she out there sniping shit. So we out here. Come on now. And they believe her. They believe her open. I don't understand it. She's 50% from three. And you like, you know what? You're gonna have to beat us today. Okay. Boom. Let's say, all right. It's hey, she she even gonna make it, she's gonna miss it. 50% chance she's gonna make it or miss it. And we fifty percent chances on a on a basketball shot. That's crazy. Give me 30. I, I live on 30. I, I live on 30%. 30%. Somebody shooting 30% from, from the three, we'll live. But somebody shooting 50%, I'm stepping up. You you better you should be you shouldn't even have to step up you shouldn't have been gone. If I'm if I'm doing the scout and I tell y'all that Tina Pow Pow is shooting fifty percent from three, and she gets seven eight open threes. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, laps laps for every every open three she she damn shoot. No, you know, not even laps. I'm putting ten seconds on the damn clock every time she for every open three she get. That's ten seconds. That's another 10 seconds. That's another hey. 10 seconds. Matter of fact, I think they do eight seconds in college. They probably yeah, do eight seconds. I'll keep leaving her open. She's going to keep knocking them up because now, and I'm going to keep getting off my. Be like that one John Morant Jeff where he's like, oh, man. Podcast just turned into, but shout out to what was going on. It's late, but. Um, I don't know. South Carolina got a squad, man. Between her, Raven Johnson, Chloe Kitts, Ashton Watkins, um, Camilla Cardozo, and you got the bench. You got Tessa Johnson. Um, I ain't even got my phone to help me either. I ain't even got my phone to help me either. I ain't even got my phone to help me either. Lord, um, I know you ain't gonna forget. I know you ain't gonna forget. Oh, Bree Hall. I don't know what how how for Come on now. No way you looked it up. I didn't look it up, no. My phone was still in the bed. Okay. It clicked. Okay. Yeah. Ain't no way you forgot about Big Breezy. I know. She wanted OGs on the on the team. 
<laughs> Do they even have any like OGs? I mean, I guess Camilla is a senior, so technically. So you got Camilla. He's so damn young. Very huge. that? Huh? The team is so damn young. Can they even be that? You're right. I mean, I guess you. I mean, technically, yeah, but. I mean, the only like. Wait, what year is Breezy? Uh, let me see. Last year. Because Raven Johnson is a junior, right? She's considered a sophomore. Wait. Raven Johnson yeah. got the second game of her freshman season. Yeah. So that she, was last year was her true freshman. Well, not true freshman. Last year counted as her freshman season because she yeah. played a full season. And then this year she's counted as a sophomore. So it's kind of like Angel Reese in a sense. Angel Reese didn't miss a whole. Oh, Angel Reese got hurt her freshman year because Angel was considered a senior now. Yeah. So junior last year. So technically Raven is a junior. Like AZ is a junior. Because they were all the same class. Breezy, AZ, Raven Johnson. Because Raven Johnson was what? I think she was number two. Something like that. She was the because she was in the um Iverson game. Yeah. Because she had to be Uh, and then Breezy is a junior. Um, Sanai Fagan is a junior, but then you got Chloe Kids, Ashley Watkins, both sophomores. Yep. Uh, Johnson, technically a junior, but he's a sophomore because of um, her injury. Tessa Johnson's a freshman. Sanai yeah. Johnson. Um, Adele Tack. I don't mean no disrespect. I've never heard that name before. Same. It's news to and me. I, and I've seen a ton of South Carolina. That's the only that's the only player on this on this roster that I'm looking at. And I'm like, she don't even have a picture. So Okay. Respectfully. Um, I have to I have to look because she probably is on the bench. We just don't realize that she's on the bench. But there'd be so many players on the bench that like or so many people on the bench that you don't know if they're like trainers or coaches or just like walk-ons. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard, it's hard to know, but yeah, Breeze is a junior. She's from Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. Why did I think she was from South Carolina? Nah. Now that I'm looking at it, Don was I don't talking think about anybody from South Carolina on this team. No, nah, there is Malaysia's from South Carolina. Duh! Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention Malaysia. Lord and, and Ashlyn, Ashlyn and and Malaysia are both from. But I did not mention it. Always, Don was talking about getting, or maybe somebody was talking about getting really good players from South Carolina. They were like, got two players from South Carolina. Because um, Raven Johnson's from Georgia. Yep. Um, Chloe Kiss from Florida. Sanai Josh from Florida. Yeah. Uh, Cardoso's from Brazil. Um, I mean, Tahina's from California, but she's a transfer. Tessa Johnson's from Minnesota. How Minnesota let her get out of there? Right. They they could use her and shit. I mean, not saying that Minnesota don't got good players right now because they do, but they could definitely use her on the squad. Um, yeah, I don't know why I thought there was more players mm-hmm. from South on the scene, but I think that was that might have been like the past years that they were like they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know, why. but I definitely remember seeing Miley's and Asa Watkins like their high school tapes when they were in South Carolina. Gotcha. Some reason, 
Oh, I'm tripping. Raven Johnson definitely from Georgia because I remember doing a. Uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. I definitely remember doing an article on her her freshman season, and she was yeah. if she was for sure from Georgia. I'm I'm smoking, and I don't even smoke. <laughs> it's midnight. That's 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 my excuse. It's midnight. Um. Question. What's up? About. Because uh, we, we didn't talk about it on on uh, a college episode. We talked about it on the NBA episode because it was happening at, in real time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aitlin did break the record. Um, do you think Caitlin Clark needs a championship to solidify her status among the greats? Um, I don't think so, man. I don't I, I don't think so. Oh. I, I think she has enough gravity as is. Cause she's gotten to a championship. She hasn't won, but she's gotten to one. So there's that. And it's like I don't know. You look at some of the teams, or like you look at some of the players, some of the teams that they had, they had teams full of five stars, full of like WMEA players, like WMEA, like future teammates or whatever. Like you look at Stewie, Stewie played with uh, uh, uh Stephanie Dolson that Went on to be her teammate in the W. Um, Jewel Lloyd and, and Skyla, they played together at Notre Dame. You got the South Carolina team with Alicia Gray and, and um, Aja Wilson. Yeah. You got Arike, who was teamed up with Jackie Young. Only person really out that whole, out of like the bunch of like the players that haven't really been on, um, on a championship squad in college. I mean, you got KP. KP, she's one of the best college athletes in her time. She you know, she set the record for most points in the hey yo for most points in um women's college basketball and was number one pick in her draft class. But she didn't get a championship, um, and she didn't have any WNBA talent players on her team either. Um, no offense to Iowa, but I mean, like you look at that team, like. I mean, technically, technically, Zanano did get to the WNBA. That is a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. That that's that's a fact. That's a fact. But I'm talking about this team this year. This team this year. Last year, they did have Monica Zanano. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but mm-hmm. oh, I said it right. Look at me. Like I said, Wordsmith. I just said it. How could you say it? Right? Look at me, Wordsmith. Anyways, I mean, yeah, she did get drafted or got picked up by the Sparks. And got released before the um, start of the season. And they made it to the chip last year, though. And that was part of her. That was probably because of her. That was, her, that was the one-two. Now, I don't know if it's a one-two. Respectfully. Hannah Stokey just dropped 47, bro. I know. Hannah Stokey did drop 47. So... If you got a night like that, yeah. But that hasn't been a consistent one, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, that being said, I mean, I just think Caitlin Clark is, I want to say, I guess you could say an anomaly in this sense. You know, I think people put too much value on winning and not looking at what the player did themselves. Because in college, like, you're only in college for four years, three, three to four years, right? And... You got programs like UConn. You got programs like South Carolina. You got programs like, you know, Tennessee back in the day. 
You got like um, you just got like mad programs that run things, run the run run the run the table, run the landscape, and yeah, you know. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of thinking of some of like the college greats, and like when I come to think of a lot of them, a lot of them do have rings. Like Brittany Griner got a ring. Um, what's call it? Candace Parker got a ring. Um. Lisa Leslie got a ring? But I mean, I would assume it's Lisa Leslie. Yeah, same with Cheryl. I would, yeah. Um, I'm talking Cheryl Miller here, too. I want to say Cheryl. Enrique. Enrique, like I mentioned, yeah. Asia. Uh, Brianna. Yeah, Maya. Maya. Like Tina Charles, yeah. I mean, you name all the greats. Championships come along with it, but like you said, there are also other great players next to those names. So, yeah, like Scarlett Diggins, I got a chip. That's, That's the first one that came to mind. Scott, do you think? Uh, um, do you think Sabrina? Do you think Sabrina would be looked at differently if she had one? If they had gotten that one in 2020 not saying that they would have won it i'm just saying if they hypothetically if that cause that's a big that's a that's the biggest if of all this is that 2020 them baylor south carolina all had real i think sabrina's tournament run would have been crazy and because see they play they're in the pack 12 not a lot of people's watching them respectfully because they're on the west coast and that nobody... year they were that year they were because that year they were yes because I remember she was chasing the triple double record yeah. and get more TV right. time and, and whatever yeah, but as far as like on the regular though people didn't really know Sabrina until she got to the W for real. I I disagree with that. I mean, cause she had a lot of hype. No, I'm saying she had a lot of hype coming out of college. They also took the USA team. They beat the USA team in Oregon that year. Yeah. Because her, Satu, and uh, Ruthie, it was mainly her and Satu, but yeah, they beat the USA team that, that summer before this, or like before this, that right before the season started. And that was really when it like took off because it, it, it took off that year before because she had a, a big tournament run. Yeah. And then that, that 2020 year, she was breaking the records and then all the Kobe stuff was happening. And yeah. then it's uh, past. He the funeral. And then once all that, like, I want to say, like, his passing happened, and then she broke the record. Like, not that, like, maybe, like. She literally attended the funeral, spoke at the funeral. Night. Yeah, she attended the funeral, spoke at the funeral, went back to Oregon, played the game, broke the record. That's wild. Different so breed, I, bro. Yeah, so I, yeah, so I, th I think she had a lot, a big following going in because she had a lot of expectations, but then her oh, rookie yeah. season. Her rookie season was in the bubble, and she got hurt in her third game. Yeah, that's what that's what threw off some of the hype for her. But WNBA has never stopped with the hype. I just think like some of the media hype, not like media, but like some of the like the social media hype. Yeah, because I feel like they're trying to force it on us a little bit. And when I say force it on us, they're like, just let it happen. You know, like yes, yeah, we all know Sabrina gonna be next up. Just let it happen. You know, like quit trying to like force feed us Sabrina. But that's that's, that's, all that's, sports. that's sports though. They always gonna do that. Right. That's why and, and that's why I feel the way I feel about the people I feel about, you know? I feel like it's certain people though. 
Not everybody, because they do it to not a lot everybody, of people. Because not everybody is getting that treatment, bro. No one pushes their young stars like the NBA does. So you yeah, mean to tell they push their young stars, but at the same time, they're making their young stars like, I don't know. They make sure their young stars are all-time greats already. I'm like, relax. Who said that? It's just the way they're talking about them. Oh. It's the tone. It's the tone. The tone? Yeah. Now you're reading tone? The tone of who that have it's it never mind. Like, oh man, like whatever, yada yada. But anyways, do you think anyway back to Caitlin Clark? Do you think Sabrina would be looked at differently if they won that? Title? I think if Sabrina had a title run or just like a deep run in the 2020 NCAA tournament, yeah, she would look at be looked at much differently. And it would definitely improve her. I mean, not really improve her because she was number one pick in the draft, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean. We were one, two, three, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 one, two, four. I think Kennedy Carter was number three. Actually, I think Kennedy was top three, yeah. yeah had him. Ruthie was so, top. But yeah, no. Um, Sabrina on a legendary tournament run. Like, if she would have won a tournament like Caitlin went on last year and her – Last season, yeah, I think people would hold her in higher regards. Because Kennedy Carter went on a run in 2019, too. Yeah. That shit was wild. Like, if you go back and look at some of the shots she was hitting in those types of games, like, <laughs> Kennedy Carter was doing some, like, and this is what, right? This was. Because didn't they beat the USA team, too? Or or did she, like, show it in the game against, you, against Team yeah. USA? Yeah. yeah. Because I remember uh, Diana Sarasi, they were like, y'all keep talking about Sabrina, but I think Kennedy Carter is the next one. Like, yeah. Diana, like, she was adamant. Like, Sue Bird was like, yeah, I like Sabrina. She's like, everybody, that's the easy answer. Everybody likes Sabrina. I like Kennedy Carter. And I was like, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Kennedy Carter coming into the draft. And hopefully, her coming back this right. season. She, she got she a Kennedy Cam deal with uh, Sky. Yeah. I'm perfect, ready to opportunity perfect opportunity for that that that's what you need to do tonight. I don't know if you've seen like her her highlights from that that March Madness run. Yeah, electric, bro. Like, and this was what Enrique and them won in 2018. Or was it 19 that they won? It was 19 because Jack and them was big. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. It was that same run. Like it was like Enrique and, and Kennedy Carter were just some the shot making was crazy. Sabrina was also going on her run at the same time. It was I'm telling you, like Kevin's been saying it for a while, but like March Madness is taken off the last couple of years, like ratings wise. But since like twenty what, seventeen, twenty eighteen, it's been yeah. wild. Like twenty like twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, like UConn ran through but Harry. or twenty six UConn ran through, but mm-hmm. once South Carolina got that thing, yeah, everything after that, yeah, it was it, it was madness, more. madness after that. Yeah, point Not so funny was winning because Baylor got some in there, uh, or Baylor got one in there at forty and zero. So like it wasn't just it wasn't just them, but there was a lot that. Oof. I was to look at it right now because she she was going, but it was 
Yeah, no. Nah, um, to answer the question though, I think Caitlyn Clark with her ring would shut up a lot of people. You know, because there are some doubters out there about Caitlyn, which yes, there is stupid. <coughs> Down Caitlyn Dan Clark, man, you need to sit your ass down. Let me stop. See, I want all I want all showing all cussing, and I just cuss this now. Bad. Yeah, but, I got to for that. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think Caitlyn necessarily needs a ring. I think a ring helps her case, obviously, but I just don't think it's like, oh, she need a ring, she need a ring. Like, no, it's college, bro. And like, so where, where do you have her? Where you have her in terms of greatest players in college all time? I really gotta sit down and revisit this list again because you, I know talked about it last year around this time and. The runs that she went on, um, but I really gotta sit down and think and go through and realize where does this rank amongst like, you know, the guards like Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, and players like Maya Moore who won a hundred games straight, and players like, you know, Scarlett Diggins, uh, uh, Candace Parker, Kelsey Plum. I'm just naming random players, not even her position. That's the Candace Parker. Um, you got Sabrina, Rike, um, and I know there's probably plenty more that I'm missing or overlooking. Jewel. Yeah, as far as college resume. When you go back and look at, like, these past championship teams, they've had multiple, like, WNBA players. Like, that Notre Dame's 2019 team, I'm pretty sure their whole starting lineup made it to the WNBA. You had, um, yeah, their whole – and they, like, played, like, actual – like, they've actually been in the league for a couple of years. You had Marina. Jackie, Arike, yeah, Ray yeah. Turner, yeah, and Jeff Pepper. Yeah. That's five players that have all like they're all still in the league. Yeah. Where uh, how many other teams minutes they too starting? They all starting on all of the teams that they play on. How many other teams can say that? Like Baylor had Odyssey Sims yeah. and Brittany Griner. Yeah. Notre Dame had Odyssey Sims was a killer in college, bro. Oh my goodness, she was tough. Honestly, Sims was one of my favorite players in college. I just that that just unlocked the memory for some reason, dog. She was off. Shoney Schimmel. Yeah. Oh, Louisville. That that's a lot of memory, dude. Louisville was nice, boy. Boy, Uh, was her sister named Jude? Was it Jude Schimmel? I don't. I don't know. But they were twins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shoney, that all-star game where she got the energy, light, that hey, was wild. She light things up. Yeah. Man, watch it. I, I remember the teacher Romero at Florida State in the uh, March Madness. Like, it's so many players that just had, like, just some signature games in March Madness. Like, they didn't win a championship. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can remember them just from certain, like, certain, uh, like, games that they had. This is wild. Kennedy Carter was she was going crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think Caitlin needs a trip necessarily. What do you think? 
Um, I'm on both sides of it. Just because it's hard to say, like, oh, well, these players got them. Those players also had, like, like, Brianna Stewart had, like, Kia Nurse, Gabby Williams. Oh, like, come on. Coach by like, Jim Mo, Mo Jeff, like, come on, like, like, Bria Hartley. Like, she, they won 100 games. Yeah. Like, she has like what are you talking about? They won 100 games. That's a that's a three-year, four-year win streak, bro. Like, that's they, not to discredit them at all. If she all. won four straight, like, come on, bro. Like, it's not to discredit them. It's just, like, when you, when you talk about Caitlin and her accolades, you have to you have to put in the fact that she chose Iowa. Yeah, she could have went anywhere in the damn country. And on like, and let's be honest, like she didn't have a huge name. Like she had a, a pretty good like people knew about her, but she didn't have a huge name coming into college. Yeah. And she went to Iowa and turned Iowa into a household name. Yeah. Like it's not a lot of people that have done that. Like she turned Iowa into a household name, put them, she turned them into a sweet sixteen team. Into a final, uh, into a national championship, runner-up team, and now this year possibly a number one seed. Um, like she's done some unreal things at that school, and I think if you would have asked people when she got when she went there, her freshman season, like, oh, do you see her doing this, this, and this? They'd be like, hell no. And now you look back, she's done all this stuff, and she still has a chance to make another run. And the thing about the thing about players like this is she's going to play teams that are more talented, but how many teams and how many players can match what she brings? If she plays at her best, like, mm-hmm. like she did last season, when she was dropping 30s and 40s in a tournament, yeah. can you withstand that? Yeah. The only like, let's be real. The only reason LSU was able to under like withstand that is because Jasmine Carson went crazy in the first half. And didn't miss a shot. Like, if Jasmine Carson doesn't go crazy in the first half, I might be a national. Like, she might already have one under her belt. She has maybe three of them shots that she took. Yeah. And like, she beat an insane South Carolina team. Granted, there was a lot. Oh, basically, I watched that. And I was in awe. I was like, "Bro, what?" Like, like, granted, there was there was a lot that. Came and they got them. some of the best defenders in the country on that team. Like, how they're not able to stop her? What is going on? There was a lot that came with it. It's not just like, oh, they just you know they beat them, and it was just like, like there was a lot that came with. There's a lot of fiscality. There's a lot of missed calls. There's a lot of. Yeah, yeah. A lot. you know the but way. Nevertheless, she won that game, and it's just like okay, you know. I do think she needs another run. She doesn't necessarily have to win a championship, but she's got to get to at least like a final four. To really solidify that. As far as talks go, I mean, but I know one thing for sure. Because if she's losing like the round of 32. I know the way I'll talk about Caitlin Clark after she's done in her collegiate career. And I know the standard I'm going to hold her to, but I know. Other people might not hold her as such as she doesn't win a ring, you know. I mean, but that kind of that kind of talk is coming from other people that aren't really in the W space, you know. Like I thought I seen, I think it was Stephen A that said, "Oh, she needs a ring." Oh, I don't. He was even Stephen. He said oh, already oh. the greatest. So I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I can't. You said who? He said she's already the greatest. Oh. Uh. Like, it was somebody that doesn't really is that's not really in the W space. It's like oh, was it Jay Williams? 
Was it? On college game day, he said she wasn't great yet because she doesn't have a ring. He's like, Brianna Stewart won championships. Maya Moore won championships. I'm like, yeah, but you can't really use that argument against her. Like, you were talking highly about Jay Williams, but like, yo, <laughs> wait, did they win championship? I don't know. I guess if he you put might, if, he, he if you put if you put Caitlin Clark on those teams that won championships, they still win the championship. Bro, yeah, like like it's not like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. There will be a time you put see. Caitlin Clark on any one of the top ten teams in the nation right now. They're a championship contender. Well, they're already a that, that All right, you put Kalen Carker any one of the top twenty-five teams in, in the nation. Like, it, it, uh, like, What's the twenty-fifth team in the nation right now? It's like twenty-fifth, like Princeton or something. Oh, <laughs> put like, Kalen Clark on Princeton, they got a chance. Kalen Clark on Princeton would be actually kind of tough. Her and Kalen Chin would be so nice. <laughs> in that uh, Saint, oh man. That would be so tough, but we'll, Wait, we'll talk on about a team like Duke. You put Kalen Carter on a team like Duke, bro. Oh, they all play defense and they can all get buckets too. Come on, bro. That's yeah, champ. That's a championship squad. She's I mean, played the game that much. Yeah, I mean, and, and she gets her teammates better. Like she opens up opportunities for her teammates. I remember last year she was scoring or assisting on every single bucket that they got. You know what would have been interesting? What's that? It's a hypothetical. If she would have transferred last year and she'd have went to Stanford. Because a lot of people are like, oh, Haley Van Lift might go to Stanford. What if Caitlin Clark would have to Stanford? Would be no questions about their guard play. Because how are you stopping her, Cameron? Run them the chip. If they, that, if that happens, run them the chip, bro. Bro, you know what I think? You know, I think we cool or be crazy. You know how they're coming out with a college football game, right? If they come out with a college basketball game, they're gonna have to include the women. Absolutely. Crazy things they're gonna be on the cover. The fuck you mean? Exactly. They're gonna be on the crazy, the crazy things that I would do, I would trade for Juju Walkers to USC. I mean not USC to, to SC. I would trade for Juju Walkers to SC, bro. You can't trade in college. Sezu! I'm gonna control the game. How do you trade in college, bro? Right in a right in IO package, bro. Transfer money, money talks. Oh, you're making a transfer, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm throwing a bag at everybody, yeah. If I say right in IO money, money talks, bag at Tamina. I'm throwing the you bag have to put at that nice suit for, for the next three years. Our team is gonna be stacked, it's gonna look like the high school all American or 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 <laughs> Juju and damn UConn. Juju and Paige together. Good Paige, luck. Izzy, and Juju. Good lord. Good luck, Charlie. Shoot. She would. She would fit in though. No, nah, you know what I really do. Listen, you know what I really do. I transfer everybody to CMC. Like, nah, here you go. CMC get an national championship, damn it. That's just the type of things I would do if I if they had a by Lander University, man. <laughs> D two school to win March Madness. We all going D two. We gonna be on ESPN and shit because we that nice. 
They got to bump you up. They won eighty five straight games. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for college football to come. We out. get Lauren Best on the squad, and then two years later, we bring in Sienna, and they run him. Got the the twin tower sisters just killing shit. Atlanta, come on now, Greenwood, South Carolina, stand up. <laughs> they gonna block a shot. Oh no, what's the girl that, that played Francis Marion, bro? What's her name, bro? Oh my gosh, we gotta shout her out. We gotta shout her out. They're gonna play at Francis Marion. She has an all time record for um oh for um points. She she dropped like four thousand career points at Francis. Yeah. I know you talking about. I can't think of. Guys, go get my phone. I apologize. I cannot remember the name. I should have wrote it down, honestly. Facts. Bro, Kennedy was really going crazy. Like, y'all watching this? More is her name. Type in Kennedy Carter March Madness highlights. Just go watch. She was going crazy. So shout out to Francis Marion. They got a pair of, of players that have made history. You got Lauren Taylor of Francis Marion set the NCAA single game record, rebounds record with 44. Damn. Oh, is that the one that had 30 or 40? Yes. I I did see that. Oh, my Lord. Golly. (sighs) Yeah. And then you got Pearl Moore, right? Which in the screenshot, screen grab, Holly's in the student section at the South Carolina game. And mm-hmm. someone did like the little Snapchat thing, like when you try to get the DJ to request a song or you get the DJ to play a song or whatever. She said, What about Pearl Moore? Pearl Moore scored 4,061 points while playing at Francis Marion in her collegiate career. It's insane. Yeah. That's what you call a bucket. Oh, she scored. All right, never mind. She scored four thousand and sixty-one points in her collegiate career. By Francis Marion, she scored three thousand eight hundred eighty-four. Man, that's D two though, but that's still great. My thing is, is she D two? Why she ain't never get the D one (laughs) call? Oh no. Oh, had Kennedy or had Jackie jumping for joy. Um, let's see. We had some other games happen this past week. Maddie Madison Booker. Oh my god, a problem. Eighteen points, ten assists against Iowa State. Um, Elizabeth Kitley had a dominant week. Uh, she had 34 and 12 versus Duke, 26 and 13 versus Louisville. Um, and Georgia Amore said on Haley Jones' podcast, um, called Sometimes I Hoop, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, um, where she was saying that Elizabeth Kitley can do practically anything. And people just say, oh, well, that's Liz Kitley. So we don't even really talk about it. And I was like, that's low key facts. Because I'll be putting her numbers into my notes. I'm like, yeah, she did this, and then we just breeze on past it because it's just so, it's so, um, we're just so used to it. 
Um, and we expect it. Like when we don't see it, then we're like, all right, what's going on with Virginia Tech? But when she does, we're just like, yep, that's what we expect. Um, so shout out, stop, shout out Liz Kitty, because when she's on and she's hitting that midi, ain't nothing you could do. Um, NC State beat Notre Dame on the road, one of our previews from last week. Um, they got out to a 19-7 first quarter um, lead and really just held off from there. Syracuse got a wire-to-wire win over Miami. Georgia Woolley had 24 points, three steals. Peyton Verhulst is playing really well. Um, they did have a close loss to West Virginia on the road. Um, but she's averaging over 20 and um, her last three games, so she's she's been playing really well. Um, but yeah, that was about it that I had. Um, we do have some some good games coming up this week, though. Um, let's see, because uh, it was hard to choose which games. I want to preview just because of how many games. Uh, had some meaning. So let's see. Wednesday, we got West Virginia at Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Kansas at Baylor. Two good games. Uh, let's see. Thursday, got Ohio State at Penn State. Alabama at South Carolina. Duke at Syracuse, NC State going to North Carolina, Utah at UCLA or ESPN, uh, Auburn at LSU, rematch because Auburn beat LSU earlier this year. Ooh, Friday, we got Colorado going to USC, Oregon State plays Washington State. Saturday, we got Villanova Creighton. Baylor going to West Virginia, Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. Um, that's really just a rivalry game more than anything. Um, Princeton versus Columbia. Uh, well, they're five and twenty-one, so I'm not gonna say that. Um, LSU Tennessee on Saturday on Sunday is a good one. Um, Maryland, Ohio State, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Um, and then we got Utah going to play USC. I think it's funny that all these games on Sundays are all like 12, 1, 2. And then the last game or the last like major game of the day is at like five five thirty so then like it's just no more games after that y'all can spread them out a little bit and then monday night we got colorado against ucla on espn2 and it's not a 10 o'clock game it's a nine o'clock game so y'all can still stay up and watch the game um but yeah that's about it let me see if there's anything that I missed. Um, let's see. This is Missouri. Oh, Brittany Griner got her number retired. Oh, yeah, that's Shout right. Out. Yes, Sushki. Shout out to Baylor. Last weekend, BG. 
Shout out, shout out to Baylor, shout out to um Nikki Collin. Um and first and foremost, shout out Brenda Griner, man. Um just she really put Baylor on the map. I don't care what nobody says. Like before she got there, nobody was really like Baylor wasn't a household name. Like Kim Monkey was doing her thing, sure, but like she she brought a lot to that school. Um or uh, or at least at the very least brought brought it back to the school. Like and I, I just think it's crazy that uh, you know uh, Kim Mulkey is, is treated her the way she has. Um wow. but we're not gonna make this about her. Um, but definitely want to shout out Brittany Griner. She deserves um, to have her number retired. She deserves for people to know what she brought to that school, um, into that team. Um, like they got one um in the early two thousands, but that that twenty twelve team. I mean, to go 40-0 and 0 and win a national championship, like, that's so hard to do. Yeah. Uh, and she just – she deserved to feel that recognition and to feel that appreciation from that – from the crowd and from that from that state, from that city, from that school. Um, so um, kudos to um, Nikki Collins. And to Baylor for for doing what was right and should, what should have been done a long time ago. Oh yeah. But other than that, that was all that I could see. Uh, yeah, we'll be back later on this week. Got a preview for y'all on Thursday. Um, got NBA episode for y'all later on this week. Yeah. You know what it, you know what's happening at man. It's the H and H show. Hoodie and Headman Podcast. I'm Bryce. That's three. We'll catch y'all later on this week. Appreciate y'all.